Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! foreign lands I laid my sword in the sand I made my peace with man they lay about the beast as far as my eyes can see I seek a golden please one day you'll make your peace so don't tell my hand I'm just a man a deadly scene a weathered bean Men must cry when soldiers lie on threatened land. My guns go bang. I can make the guns go bang. I make all the guns go bang. I can make the guns go bang. I make all the guns go bang. Doc 17 with the switch, it'll change you. Mama always said you was an angel. I forgot ghosts, but the stars he never came through. He got ghosts, but those walls he never came through. Stained glass windows in the church. All right, we're back. Let's go. How was your... Uh, Let's go. Halloween. Halloween? Did anything happen last weekend? No, man. I, I've been sick. I didn't do anything. I was supposed to... I mean, I was going to go down and hang with my nephews for their Halloween. But, like, first of all, they're getting old enough that they don't need me around. Like, they don't need extra people. It's weird, though, because they still do stuff like that. So, like... But, like, I know when I was their age, I didn't, like, want adults hanging around me. Like, I wanted to go trick-or-treat with my friends. They're not of that mindset. That worries me. I texted your brother because I saw his costume. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he said um, he kept getting lost, but it didn't matter because everybody could find him because he was this big, giant, green alien. I was like, that must have been miserable. He's like, it had a fan in there. Yeah. Like, um, did any kids come to your door? No, but I got all this. No one, no one could really find your door, really. Like, no, no one would, what? No, no one even know that you have a house there. You know what I mean? I know, but people cut through there all the time. So I was like, you never know. So I made us get candy and I uh, get yelled at for that. It's like the same thing I used to do when we lived together. I used to like always make sure we had candy just in case. And you'd be like, dude, nobody's coming. Yeah, no one came to my place either. Has anyone ever? No. Well, some Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, but I meant like Halloween. No, I know. Uh, no, no one's ever come over here. My neighbors, who are a bunch of miserable people, like I came out uh, a couple days before Halloween and they had decorated their front door. And I'm like, who the hell's coming to your place? <laughs> Um, uh, what, uh, what, do you have any notes? I, I don't, I don't really, not considering everything that we're going to talk about, I, they would have all fallen into that, so. All right, I went to see, uh, I talked about this last week, last night in Soho. Uh, oh, okay, you didn't, all right. At the, uh, Alamo Draft House. Oh, Yeah. I was a little disappointed with the screen size. I'm not going to lie. Okay. 
sure they have bigger theaters, but the one that I was in for this was like kind of small. And I was a little uh, underwhelmed by that, but I did like the food and stuff. Movie, it was good, not great. Some questionable things uh, that happened at the end that I didn't really care for, but you know, it was it was very entertaining. So, and it had some cool visuals, and he had a good plan about you know what to do with the you know, flashbacks. I think, like, the trailer is, like, a little misleading. Okay. Uh, because it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, which I think was kind of good in a way. But, uh, you know, it was, it was an entertaining movie, and it had, you know, it was very well made. Edgar Wright, you know, is a very good storyteller. Um, but, uh, yeah, seeing it in the theater. It's been a while. I just this is this just came in that Emilio Estevez is not returning for Mighty Ducks Game Changer season two. Did you know that there was a Mighty Ducks? Yeah, I know some people that watch it, Mighty Ducks. No, I never even knew that. I didn't I didn't watch the re the the reboot, but um I'm sure they'll get on without them because the people that are watching the Mighty Ducks T V show now probably have no clue what Emilio Estevez is. Yeah, it's a bunch of young kids that are watching this show. It's not like... Um, yeah, it's not like people that know Emilio Estevez. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of like the only note I think I have. Um, do, do you know who Jacob Wall is? Wall? No. He's a right-wing operative. He's like a right-wing pundit guy. Uh, he's like, he just tweeted out something last night that people are very upset about. And I just, I'll get your take on this. He wrote out, I firmly believe that every Jew in America should decorate their home with Christmas lights. It's called assimilation. America is a Christian country. What are your thoughts? That's a ridiculous statement. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason, like, we're all different. <laughs> you're not saying that, like, with, like, real, like, you're only saying that to start trouble, right? Yeah. We all, we're all different. We're not going to s- just put shit out there to, like, celebrate something that we're not involved in. Well, it's kind of like, right, anyway, whatever. I think that's, what, I think that's how half the, half the country thinks anyway. So he's just saying it out loud. But. Yeah. He's like, get, you know, people always say, get with the holiday spirit and just, you know, join in line. But freaking Hanukkah is like this month. Oh, it I starts in November? starts November 28th. Oh. It's crazy. I just, like, noticed that. Um, daylight savings time tomorrow. We get the a, worst. No. We get a, an extra hour. I read an article in the New York Times saying how they tried to change it in the 70s and it didn't work, so just get used to it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they're going to change. They, they can't change it. Because no, uh, one, no one's going to come to a... You, everyone has to agree because you can't ever have, like... I know, like, a lot of the things is, like, let states decide, but we can't all be on different time. 
We are. What are you talking about? We have time zones. No, I, I understand we have different time zones, but if everyone decides to come up with different, you know, uh, how they're going to do time, even the time zones will be different. The time Hold on a second. The time zones. All right, but I want to argue with this because Arizona doesn't do it, right? Arizona doesn't change time. Right. So why is it okay for them? I don't know. So here's the thing. It's like in certain con- corners of this country, like it like really affects like it gets like super dark. Like, I don't know, like in Maine, It'll, yeah. I think. At like four or five o'clock. And- no, but I mean, it gets dark at like two o'clock because at, during the, the worst of it. Like, so they should be able to be like, no. Yeah, they want to give, like, their kids and stuff, like, outside, be able to play outside after school. You know, it's like. Yeah. I don't know. Looks like, sounds to me like you're arguing both sides. Just saying. Yeah. Hey, I watched that first episode of Foundation. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do a second. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I've seen all the episodes except for the one tonight. And uh, it's very um, frustrating. Wait, I gotta, wait I, you, you, you watched this show through? As, yeah. Interesting. That's I mean, that's tough. Yeah, it is tough. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm not... I'm not watching it because I want to watch it. Let's just put it that way. Oh, you mean forced to? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the other this show... Is is, show. Um, <laughs> the other I, show I like, right? I, I'll tell you what I do like is this Jon Stewart show. His episode this week was awesome. Yeah, I, my uh, stepmother and dad like told me to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, well, that's good. It's uh, the third. It's you know you could. I mean, it's not like super timely, so you can kind of get you know you, you know you know it's not like you can watch episode one like two weeks from now. You know what I mean? It's not. But uh, this last one I thought was great. It was on wealth. It's kind of stuff we argue about or scream about all the time. Kind of boiled down pretty pretty nicely. Okay, uh, that's it. I got an online screener of uh, the first episode of Dexter, so watch that. Um, it's definitely different. Okay, it's different. It's not a well. At least this first episode didn't have the voiceover, didn't have the music. All right, well, hold on, because we're we're. We're all going to watch it on Sunday when it premieres, and we can talk about it then. Okay. I don't need you to, like, tell me everything that's going on with it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just saying it's different. Well, you, you're starting to tell me. Okay, it's different. We'll talk about it next week. All right, so what are we talking about this week? Um, we're going to... Crazy world of sports right now. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to play Who's the... Who's the NFL asshole of the week? Is it just NFL, or are we adding Sarver to that? I mean, you want to add Sarver. I still don't <laughs> think he's even in top three, but he's up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to discuss the challenge. We haven't talked about the challenge since it started, really. We've been pretty good about staying away, but we were kind of out of topic, so we were like, you know, you and I haven't even talked about it. So it was like, that's a pretty decent topic. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we were going to review the movie Harder They Fall, uh, which premiered on Netflix on what, Wednesday? Yeah. 
So where do you want to start? I guess we'll do sports last. Okay. We can start with harder they fall. Okay. So harder they fall. I remember seeing like trailer for this and being like, there is no way I'm going to watch this movie. This looks so stupid. Um, and then you were like, Hey, I saw the harder they fall. It came out. I didn't realize it was going to be on streaming. I thought it was going to be a theater release. So that, you know, I changed me a little bit. Uh, then you said that you saw it. You wanted to talk about it. So I'm curious. What did you think of it? So Heart of They Fall stars Idris Elba, um, Regina King. I love this. You and I both just keep introducing it and not saying what we think about it. So I like it. Just well, keep the dance going. I'm not, I'm not even making fun. I'm serious. What's, uh, what's the guy's name who's the main character? Jonathan, what's his name? Jonathan like, yeah. He's actually hosting Center Live next week. Oh, really? Yeah. With, uh, okay. with uh, your girl, Taylor Swift. Um, so there were a lot of things I liked about this movie and there was a lot of things I didn't like about this movie. Um, the things that I liked was I, I enjoyed the production design. Some of it looked a little fake set sometimes, but I enjoyed, they put a lot into it and it shows. Yeah. I think it was, I I don't think that it, it looked like a set was um i don't think they're trying to hide that I, I think that was part of the plan okay there's uh, nothing that was there's no realism in this you know what i mean so like and I, I don't i mean like like when they go to the white town and it's the whole town is white i mean you know it was it was set up to be that way yeah um that was a little bit of a hit you over the head with the uh symbolism um i like the ending I like the I disagree. By the way, on that, I don't. Uh, think that on, I don't think they hit you over the head with that. I disagree. All right. Uh, um, I thought Lakefield was really good. Stanfield as the uh, the, the quick draw guy. Um, but yeah, the things that I didn't like was I felt like the story wasn't very clever. It was very simple, and it spent way too much time telling the simple story. Like, I felt like it was way too long. Um, And I also thought the main guy, um, Jonathan Majors, was a little clumsy. Like, I didn't think, like, he was a great action star. Let's just say that. I feel like he was a him and Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats was really bad. Like, I felt like her accent in the whatever she was doing just, just wasn't working. And I thought she was miscast. I thought, like, I don't even understand, like, her character. Um, she seemed very cartoony to me. Like, just the way she handled herself. Well, so was Jonathan Majors, kind of. He was set up a little cartoony. All the action scenes with him were like, he just didn't seem like, he, he seemed like he could get beat up. Let's just say. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I like, it's so funny because of all my, I don't have written notes, but of my mental note, of all my notes, like you're hitting almost all of them. And like, they're either I half agree with you or, you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. I half agree with almost everything you said so far. Like I, I'm kind of on the same page with you, but kind of not. It's weird. Um, um, so yeah, I feel like he was, he's easily beaten. The way, the way they filmed him fighting, the way he just handles himself, he doesn't seem like John Wick. Let's just put it that way. Like John Wick shows up and he kicks everyone's ass and you're like, yeah, this guy can kick everybody's ass. I feel like this guy would get beaten up. If he met the like a couple people that even like that uh, were better, um, the the scene where they go to the white town, that whole storyline where they're like you need to go rob a town like was just so cl- just it seems just so not well thought because it really didn't even do anything. I know what they were trying to do. They were like, all right, now you're going to be an outlaw. When before he was like doing things for good. But like, they didn't even like, there was like no consequence to it at the end. Like you didn't see like a wanted poster for him. Like, like that never, it didn't, it didn't seem to have any impact. That they just got 10,000 and then they just blew it up. Like, I don't know. It just made, it it felt like very clunky that part but uh yeah so there are some things i like things i didn't like what about you um okay so uh, it's funny because my major note is i don't lie i don't think jonathan majors was a good lead either yeah that was like my that was so here here's the way i see it like i put this on and the first 20 minutes is like an introduction to him and his crew Zazie Beats, who I completely disagree with you on. I think she's awesome. Uh, I just, I, I mean, I also think she's so good looking. Yeah, she is. I know, but I mean, and that kind of like makes it, you know, it, that goes a long way. Um, but also, like, um, I the cartoonishness between him and her didn't bother. Like, I kind of feel like that was what was supposed to be. Like, I think. I, I mean, I think that's a problem with where in some aspects it's like that and some it's not. But I'll say this. The first, like, 20 minutes is an introduction to his gang and all those people. And I was watching and I was, like, so ready to turn it off. I was like, oh, here we go. This is going to be, like, an unoriginal Western where they just take uh, an all-black cast and put him in the cast of what was an all-white movie, like, 50 years ago. You know, without any creative spin, huh? Yeah, like the spaghetti western. Yeah, and without 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 any creative spin on it, and I was like, I'm, I, you know, screw screw this thing. And then they introduced us to the bad guys, and I paused it and was like, "Holy shit, this just got good." That scene was great with the whole train route thing. Yeah, right. It's not just that, though. It is what you kind of were saying, where, like, these main characters, these good guy characters are just kind of clunky characters that we don't care about. Lakeith Stanfield, who's, like, this quick draw... uh, I forgot his name. There's a good name, though. He had, like, a good good name. Idris Ilva is freaking awesome. He's just, like... He just casts a shadow over everything. Um... What's her name gets on my nerves a little, uh, got on my nerves a little bit. Gina King. Uh, yeah, because she just, she's just made this turn where she's like always the badass and ever, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, there's no humility. You know, and she used to be really good at that kind of stuff. Like, she, I, I don't know. It just, it was like one of those things, like, okay. You, so, you know, you're not, you don't have to be the coolest person in everything. But, um, man, I thought when they, so yes, they had this train robbery where they like, killed basically, like, all these soldiers, like, dude, it is so good. And it was shot so well. And the characters were cool. The color was good. You know, it was freaking awesome about this movie. The music was awesome. Yeah. I think the director, from what I read, is like a musician. Okay. I didn't, I haven't, I haven't looked up anything. I, I, I just, uh, so I totally was in once we, once we got introduced to the bad guy. For everything he introduced the good guys did to turn me off, the introduction of the bad guys turned me on. Um, and so I totally got into it. And I loved, I'm with you, I love the production design. I love the color scheme. I did not think that the, it was over the top when they went to the white town. The reason it's called the white town is because everything in the town is white. And all the people are white. But, like, the whole set is white. All the building, like, the dirt. Everything yeah. is white, and it's kind of funny, like that they did this cartoonish version of that. Um, but it wasn't like beating you over the head. It was like this whole the whole movie. Like there's, I kept anticipating it to be a racial thing, and it wasn't for the most part. And I, that was like a nice. That was like a good thing, you know. What I mean, just it was just yeah, or no, like. Once, once he went to the white town, you thought that they were going to, like, say some, you know, bad words and be, ra- like, very racist. But it really had nothing to do with that. It was just like, we're here to rob the bank and you guys. Well, I mean, the, they laugh at her when she says she wants to get a. Uh, uh, yeah. It was, I mean, yes. But it wasn't but it wasn't over the top. It wasn't like you're not watching this with, with like, uh, you're not. <laughs> uh We'll, we'll say that Terry McAuliffe or Glenn Youngkin isn't going to use this movie as an example of of why you should vote for him in Virginia because, uh, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, it was just like, um, and it was like fun. It was like a fun action movie. And like, when, was. They the, when they have the action, it like really works. To me, it reminded me of um, uh, that movie that you, you, that other movie you made me watch with, um, <laughs> the 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 women action movie in the library. Oh yeah, the uh, gunpowder milkshake. Where you're just taking an old tired trope, and you start watching it, and you start thinking, "Oh, well, this is just an action movie retread with all women," or "Oh, this is just an old western with an all minority cast," and you start thinking that, and then you're seeing filmmakers who are doing different stuff. We're trying something new, a new spin on it. And uh, it really like gives it a fresh perspective. And so it's like, right when you think it's not working it it, to me, it it worked. And I, I thought it did. I thought it was a little too long. I thought it dragged on. Um, And I do think part of that, it goes back to your original point of mostly the good guys aren't interesting. The guy, the one good guy is super interesting is the kid that wants to, yeah. The, um, really good. Yeah. He's from um, that show, um, that stand-up 70s show. I was killing me what he was from. I had IMDb him. Um, he was really good. 
uh, the the woman who is kind of a tomboy. That character was pretty interesting. Yeah, all I could think about was Onion. From, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From Good Lord Bird. <laughs> um, so yeah, like overall, I I don't know. Um, so you, you said know, it's, you didn't like the ending twist. Um, they, uh, yeah. I, I mean, whatever. It's fine. They didn't need it. It was just extra time to me. It wasn't. If you have a twist like that, you got to me. I, you got to get me to be like, oh, I wasn't like that. I was just like, yeah, this could have ended with just good guys, bad guys battling. Yeah, I'd have been fine with that. But um, I mean, it was you know whatever. All right, it was so- good. I was uh, I was at first. I was like, God, why would you? Come on, man. And then I was like, oh. And I was very curious. I guess I kind of thought that you'd you'd, you'd fall somewhere in, in between on it. I think, it, for the sound of it, I think I liked it a little more than you did, but um, we're in the same boat, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. cool. That was, a, that was a pleasant surprise, I'll say that. It is a entertaining watch. And it's a, it's like a, it's a great Netflix uh, movie, you know what I mean? It's like it's just like sure. I don't I don't really watch Netflix that much anymore. I'll be honest. I know that's what I'm saying. There's there's not much that I really, you know. I'm surprised we didn't do the you know that we didn't. Well, I'm not surprised, but we could have waited a day and done this Tom Hanks movie. Are you going to watch this thing? Yeah, probably. It doesn't look very. I mean, the last Apple. Tom Hanks movie was awful. Yeah. So, so I'm a little weary, you know, that it, uh, he's doing another Apple movie that's all visual effects. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I have a feeling this is going to be super manipulative on your feelings. I'm, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So let's well, hopefully we'll have a, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie to watch uh, talk about next week too. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, let's move on. What are we going to talk about next? The challenge. All right. Our our favorite show that we apparently ha- we haven't talked about much this uh, this year. You know why? Because it's not that good. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think the format. The format, I don't like when everyone's, like, got, like, five, six people on their team. And, like, you're like, oh, these all, all these guys are going to fucking make it to the finals? I don't want these guys to make it to the finals. This team's terrible. Like, the Emerald uh, team is, like, is some of the worst, quote-unquote, athletes. And when I say athletes, I mean for the challenge. Yeah. Not for, for anywhere sure. else in reality. These are like the worst athletes, and they're going to compete for the finale. Like, I think CT's team is going to be tough. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you want to start bringing this down. But I, I really liked Amanda this week. She, she, uh, she was great when she finally said, "I don't care," because you know that's truly how she feels. She's just here for. The money, because she hasn't been on that. This is like her first time back in a long time. And, uh, you know, Corey and, and um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Nelson? 
Nelson are on it every season. And this is their like whole thing. <laughs> this is their life. You know what I mean? Like, so, so Johnny Bananas had Corey on his podcast this week and I thought it was really good. Oh, really? Because he kind of just got some insight to those guys. It made me, I, I kind of like Corey more than I ever used to. I always was anti those guys. I just don't like Corey because he quits a lot. Yeah, and he thinks he's and deserves he to win it. Never yeah. wins anything. Yeah, but he thinks like he's always getting yeah. screwed when he's just never won. Uh, but that's why I kind of liked him on this on this podcast because he was kind of. Well, first of all, he was talking about Nelson, and I also liked this podcast because Bananas would go over his strategy with everybody, and he was like, you know, you and I didn't get along forever on this. And he's like, let me tell you what you did wrong this year. And he'll go through it with him. And I'm like, what was your thinking behind saying, I'm going to, like, throw myself in and, that, you know, like, yeah. he's like, I don't know. I just kind of was losing it. And he's like, how did Nelson become, like, the reasonable person of you two idiots? You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, I, I, I told Nelson that she's like, you better get your off this team because I'm basically going to quit. I'm basically going to sabotage this team until you're off or whatever. That was great. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. I liked it. Um, she's apparently going to go all in next week, too. So I love it. Um, it kills me that no one's infiltrated that stupid Emerald team yet. I was hoping that even though I'm happy a little bit that Corey lost, um, I really wanted him to win because of what his plan was. Agreed. He was going to throw the next challenge so that he can go in and then take out Devin. And, like, they were all, like, scared. Yeah. terrible. Yeah. And the same thing with Josh. Like, Josh, I think he's great for the challenge. Here we go. This is what I have to say about Josh. He's great for the challenge because he starts so much shit. He's very emotional. He cries. But he's really bad at everything. And when he gets on a team and he like is terrible at something and then his team like wins, he gets all like, like pumped up. Like the one, I think I can't remember what it was, but he totally failed at this one thing. And because his team won, he was like talking so much shit. And he's like, we kicked your ass. I'm like, dude, you did worse than every single person out here, except for your team won. Because the rest of your team carried you. Like, I don't know. But he's really, I don't know, he's a good character for the show. But yeah, I, he bothers me somewhat. I know, me too. He, he, everybody hates him. And it's so funny because when, on this podcast, everybody that comes in, everybody loves him. Yeah. They're like, he's the best yeah. guy. Like, everyone hates him. But then, like, you know, they, a lot of the, the what's great about the challenge overall is that it continues after the show and then all the off season stuff off season. Like all the time when the show's not on and these people they all interact with each other and then they bring all their beef and their stuff like to the next season. And apparently like Josh goes on like vacations with people. So that's a big that's gonna bring that up. That's a big thing. Like 
He just meets people like all over the place. Bananas is like when we used to do this, maybe you'd meet at the airport and you'd be like, hey, I was thinking of doing this. I was thinking of doing this. All right, cool. We should team up. Now people are like planning vacations together to go like discuss strategy so that they can all figure out how to win. He's like, it's a tough, it's like a tougher world to be in there now. Yeah. Um, I think he like went on vacation with Tori at one point. It was with Tori and, uh, and Devin. There was another well, one where he was like, it was like a romantic thing. And everyone was like, oh, really? Uh, I can't remember what it was, but. Well, anyway, it's going to be, uh, um, yeah. So it just kills me that no one's infiltrated that team yet. It bothered, like, and you knew that this guy, when, what's his name, won, he wasn't going to because they, like, saved him so many times. Yeah. Um, so the big thing from that podcast I heard is, you know, CT gave this, like, rambling, dumb speech. Well, first of all, that guy should have been out. Ed should have... Sorry. You can turn all this stuff off, you know. Like, I, I thought it was off. Yeah, you haven't heard it ding in the whole podcast? My mom had surgery today on her gall- oh, gallbladder. It was like an hour... In and out. Well, do you want to pause so you can talk to her? That sounds pretty important. Yeah, we'll talk to her after. <laughs> She'll be fun. She's probably sleeping anyway. She's going to listen to this. She's going to hear you say that. I'm telling them. <laughs> well, I'm sure a text will suffice. Way to go. Um, all right. This is your decision. I want to keep moving forward then. Um, for the rest, the other four people in our audience. Um who, you know, you say this, but I actually like looked up our thing, and there's like 60 listeners. There's no way there's 60 people listening to us talk about the stupid challenge right now. I'm just saying. I I, I'm up. just telling you, they're not listening right now. Okay, <laughs> not listening right now. And the, the, they're going to come back at the at the end for the sports. Yeah. Um. But all right. So. The, the, but anyway, so Ed. So you're saying Ed. So Ed, you know. When he came into that deliberation, I was like, guys, that guy, what's whatever his name is, Manuel or Manuel, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, it's the other one. Not, but yes. He has an injury. So we should just let him heal for a few days. And, uh, you know, it's not fair to throw him in because you'd have the advantage. I'm like, this is a million. I think like, uh, a ba- or uh, what's her name? Uh Ashley. Ashley was like yelling at him. I was like, this is for a million dollars. You can't be friends with everybody. You know, like, and it's true. It's like he should have yeah. thrown that guy in there. Yeah, well, so I listened to an and interview he ended with up him. Losing. I listened to an interview with Ed. Ed had never watched the show before. And he's like, I just figured I'd come be the nice guy. I didn't really realize what I was getting into. <laughs> that guy's a trip. Um, but yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, I gotta say, I love Emmy. Yeah, me too. She's a great character for the show, and uh, that final that she did, the elimination, like, was brutal to watch. Because that other girl was so bad, but Team Yeah. Like, so, did you hear that what happened to her? She was pregnant. Oh. It's like the third person to compete while pregnant. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are pregnant on the show. Um, but, uh, 
anyway, CT gives a speech in the deliberation where he's like, and it's just, it's so bad. You're like, why is he even saying this? Well, it turns out the reason he was saying it is what Corey said. They didn't show it is that CT was talking about throwing himself in to like get off his team and break up the uh, Emerald team. And he was like kicking around and then decided against it. And that's why he gave that speech because he doesn't like being on the team that he's on. Cause everyone keeps like coming over to his team and like, you know, I don't, Although, know why, I don't know why people don't try to like, everyone's scared of him. Yeah. You well, know, so they're talking about exactly. that too. Right. So, like, I think when I listen to this, like, Bananas really doesn't like – not that he doesn't like it. He's just very jealous of CT. He's like, that guy gets the best at it. That guy gets a pass on this. That guy gets that. And Corey was talking about it. He goes, listen, man, but you're really good. the same thing. No, but he, but Corey put it pretty well. He was like, look, you're uh, you're really good at what you do, Johnny. Like, you're really good at this. And I'm, you know, and I'm good at this. And we're, we're both, you know, we're both athletic. But we're not CT. And he's like, I've come across in all the years of traveling and whatever, I've come across plenty of guys that are like us. I've never met another CT. That guy is intimidating. He's smart. He plays a good game. He's like good at all this shit. Like he is just, he is like just built from something different from the rest of us. Like that's that guy. Movie star CT. Yeah, so that's why I think CT winds up winning this thing because of the movies. Because, like you said, he's in the movie. They keep talking about him more. And I, I just think he winds up winning this thing. Um, but uh, well, definitely, if he goes up against that anybody on that other team, the one that's winning all the time, and the only reason they're really winning is because they have more people than everyone else. Right. They have six people on their team. They're going up against a team that has four people. Well, they have by far the best female and probably the second best female. Yeah, Casey. And Tori's probably the second best woman, girl, uh, female. She's a little overrated, but that's fine. She's completely overrated, but she's probably the second best of who's left. Yeah. I agree with you. Um... I think she's definitely overrated. She never wins anything. She dates every every somebody every week on this show. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, when they were talking about how Corey and Nelson, Corey was saying that Nelson, um, he's like that guy, like lives for this show. <laughs> he's like, I I have like a family and I have other things going on. All Nelson does is like work out for this show. And to me, he's like, and he always shoots himself in the foot, but that's like all this guy cares about in his life is this show. Corey is the same way. Well, no, because Corey... Even though though he has two kids from two different mothers. But Corey's on like three, like, reality shows. He is on three different shows. So he's like, got other things, you know. Um, Yeah, is there... uh, What... Is there any other people or that you like on the challenge that we haven't talked about? Um, let's see. Um, so teams right now are Amanda, Nelson, the guy whose name oh, – uh, Kyle. Kyle's the best because he just keeps getting screwed over, but he's such a scumbag. He so deserves it. Uh, and he has fake teeth. His what? His fake teeth. Yeah. And he's like – he's like super soundbite guy now. Yeah. Um, 
And then you got the CT, the new guy, um, Ashley, who gets on my nerves. And who's their fourth person? Emmy. Emmy, who's really good. She's, she's very, very good. Yes, she's a mess. <laughs> she is a mess. She's uh, like, my, my, I love that she loves CT so much. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I'm sure he must drive him nuts because he doesn't want, like, he, he tries to fly under the radar all the time and not draw attention to himself. You know what the weird thing is? Like, he did the same thing with Big T, like, a few seasons ago. Oh, that's who else is on that Ruby team, Big yeah. T. So he did the same thing with her where, like, he took her on her wing and they had this whole back and forth and then he was helping her and then she got mad she cried like he screwed her over. Um like, then she comes back. So everyone loves Big T. She comes back in the next season. I think it was this season or something. And, like, she's, like, an afterthought. Like, no one even, like, talks to her anymore. It's, like, I feel like something happened where she's, like, not friends with anyone anymore. I, I think that's probably in the edit. I think she was more interesting last year because of the CT stuff. I guess here she's just not interesting. Yeah, maybe. But it seems like she... Because everybody was, like, always rooting for her and <coughs> trying to become her friend and everything. And this one, she's just, like, seems like she's just an outsider. Well, then the third team is, as we had said, it's Josh, Devin. Josh and Devin are running the game, and they're terrible. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Josh, Devin, um, Emmanuel, Casey, and Nani. N- <laughs> I can't wait for um, Casey to screw over Nani. That's going to be the best. <laughs> I don't think she is. They're like a couple. They're like super. Yeah, cool. I know. But she's going to have to screw her over at some point to get a million dollars. Okay. You don't think that Casey, Casey that girl is so sure gonna, I'm sure they're going to make a side deal. I think she is using Nani right now completely to be, to get like all these other people on her side besides big brother people. That's what I think. Okay. Um, and then I think, um, so as I say, Josh um, and Devin, was there something else I was going to say about that? I know that like when they were talking, they're like, it's so frustrating. These guys who are like awful at this thing are running like everything that's going on. It's crazy. Um, but um, yeah, I guess we'll, uh, we'll see how it all turns out. Um, but someone's got to start infiltrating that team and breaking it up. I think they need to break up these. Like, how are they going to finish this out? Because right now, this one team that has six players or whatever keeps winning because they have more people. Like, it's going to be like they're just going to win everything because they have the advantage. Yeah, but, but like, so, like, you see next week, probably Amanda's going in, right? So, say it's Amanda or Big T. Whoever wins is going to break up that team. And then their team's going to get a little bit worse, and it's going to keep happening. Yeah, it'll it'll happen. Um, I think I don't know. This season's been pretty bad though so far because you spend the whole first half of the season with all these people you don't know, and like all the veterans had an alliance. So like, there's really no fun gameplay. It was just rookies throwing themselves in. But it was also. Um... It was also um, that everyone could just change their team every yeah. week, and they just like I don't know who to root for. 
it, it's a mess of a season so far. They're just like it's everyone, one of my least least favorite ones that, thus far. I will yeah, say that. It's like hard to root for anyone because you don't know who is going to be. You know who's going to be on each other's team from week to week. It's like, oh, I like this t- this too because they started up in pairs, and then you're like, oh, I like this team, and then all of course, all of a sudden, like every time there's an elimination, they keep switching up all the teams. And you're like, um, the other thing I like, this will be my last, uh, was when they voted in, they were like voted in Corey and like bananas was like, so how'd you feel when they voted you in? He was like, I kind of had a feeling, but I was pissed. And he goes, what was with like the surprise? Like they announced it and everyone was like, Whoa, no, stupid. Like, it's like a, you guys all voted it. They do that all the time though. It's like, and he weird, said, I'll it. like from, Everything that goes on before that they go to commercial, you always know like who the pick's gonna be. Yeah, like oh, you know. But he's like, how can everybody be surprised if they're all the ones that picked you? He's like, I'm just gonna say that of all the years, this year there's a little bit more acting than usual going on because they know that that's how they can get camera time. So people are kind of really playing it up. He's like, it's just different. People care a little too much about this right now. And here we are talking about it, 30 minutes longer than we probably should have. All right. So now we're on to uh, real sports. Well, I mean, let's not – just because it's not a good season, let's not like – I'm kidding. Uh, so a lot of stuff's going on. We got Aaron Rodgers being a liar and saying that he's not a liar. We got Odell Beckham. Who's not no longer on the uh, Browns? Uh, we got Von Miller, which I want to talk about. Did you hear about that? This? Did you hear about the Halloween thing with Von Miller? Why, basically, why he got traded? No. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that. Uh, what what other uh, assholes of the week do you have? Well, I mean, um, the guy the. The wide receiver on on the on the Redskins. Oh, I mean, on the Raiders. Yeah, the guy who killed Rugs. somebody, and then the, um, the Giants receiver, Kadarius Tony, their first pick, goes on uh, Twitter and just says like all this stuff about like judging him. You know, we're young, we make mistakes. I don't. I don't know that. Nobody knows that story. That's well, no. I know. I'm just saying. It's like. And then all of a sudden, like, everyone's, like, just wrecking him. Like, dude, the guy, yeah, young people make mistakes, but he got drunk, was recklessly driving at 156 miles an hour, and killed somebody. And a dog. So, like, you can't – right, so we'll, You should just not say anything. Oh, yeah. Of course you shouldn't say it. Like, you know, you know who I really – like like this season that I've never liked before is is uh Derek Carr. Yeah. He's that guy has come out and said the right thing about everything. He said the right thing about Gruden. Yeah. And now he's saying like and he had two and they've been wanting to get rid of him. Yeah. Done. He came out he had two statements about this about rugs, right? That's the name of the guy that yeah receiver. And the first was just like, you know, how am I going to answer questions about, like, I'll, it's my job. I'll sit here and I'll answer questions about football. But obviously this is a big, this other thing is a lot bigger 
deal than that. And blah, blah, blah. and then he had a press conference where he said, you know, I look at that guy's locker room and I get him uh, his locker and I get emotional and I get sad and I and I miss him and I and I love him. And he's like, and I don't love him because he runs fast or can catch touchdowns or whatever. He's like, that was my that was my guy. I was like, you know, and like I understand completely that somebody <laughs> like and that those people are missing somebody worse than we are. You know, like I understand that, and I just you know, he's like, but if nobody else is gonna like this, like be like love this guy right now, I'm gonna love him. You know, like something like that, which is great. Yeah, and like um, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, well, Derek okay. Carl, do that to you. Oh, he said. He said, oh, yeah, he just texted me uh, at midnight saying, oh, check out my golf swing. Like, because he was out. Yeah. And then, like, three hours later, he was like, his life's over. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know where he was playing and doing his golf swing and then where he was driving. So he was, what, driving 160 miles an hour down? So stupid. With, like, double the blood alcohol limit. It's like. Why do you need to drive 150 miles an hour? I don't get it. Get guns in the car. Yeah, that's there's a lot of a lot of bad things. Yeah, I mean it's uh He's going yeah. away. He's going away for like twenty years. It's gonna it sucks because drinking and driving. Yep. Shouldn't do it. Poster. Um it's like crazy how quick you make one bad mistake and how quick your life changes, you know? Yeah. This is like a perfect example of that. Well, I, I also, I blame Uber because Ubers are so bad now. Can't call Uber anymore because it's too expensive and one unreliable. Somebody I'm, I'm doing the, I'm doing the Kadarius Tony thing. I'm just saying like you make a wrong choice in your life and boom, your entire life is completely shattered and now different. Right. Like all these people bought your jerseys. You're looked up by all these kids. You know, your name is in the uh, Alabama, like Hall of Fame thing. And like you had a lot of yards receiving. And now everything is just like we're removing all these everything. And it's just like you're like, you're just done. Well, it's also part, you know, like this goes back to the Gruden thing where you're when you're when you're the man, whether you're like the athlete or the coach or whatever, like you haven't dealt with a lot of accountability in your life, like in your adult life, you know, you're kind of seen as getting a pass, you know, like everybody looks up to you and everything you do. And, and you're kind of not, people are afraid to tell you when you're doing something, you know, wrong and, and you don't, you don't suffer, you don't face consequences the way normal people usually do. And that's usually where, Something like driving 160 miles an hour drunk, you know, comes from. It yeah. comes from being a world where you're like not afraid of the consequences of what you're doing because uh, you've always been praised for your athletic talent. So uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know the first thing about that guy. He might be a good guy, made a really bad mistake. He might be a dick. I don't know. But I feel really bad for everybody, you know. And the poor girl, you see pictures of the girl and her dog, like, you know, she burned a lot. Yeah, I know. They could, they could hear, like, screaming. Well, this guy was trying to get her out. He said he tried, it took 10 minutes and he couldn't get her out. He was trying to cut the uh, the uh, 
her, her uh, whatever seatbelt off and they couldn't get it off. And then she was like jammed up in there. And who was he? No, some guy who showed up on the scene. Oh, he like came out and he was like apologizing to the family because he couldn't get her out. Because oh, it's awful for that guy. Right, right yeah. before the thing, he's like, oh, there was like a little fire when I went up there. And I tried to get her out, but the door was jammed, and I cut, tried to cut the uh, thing. I couldn't get her out, and then all of a sudden, it just like completely engulfed in flames. And he's like, what? "Why does the car blow up like that, though?" I mean, I don't know. One hundred and fifty-six miles an hour and flips. Some shit's hmm. going on. Well, I'm sure Toyota's getting a lawsuit out of this too. Either way. Uh... I don't want to talk about this anymore because I wanted to make fun of people, and this is too hard. All right, on to the next douche, Aaron Rodgers. Well, before we do Aaron Rodgers, can we talk about a former quarterback? Like, as if there wasn't a big enough – if he he wasn't a big enough douche. His douche predecessor, I don't know if you know, Brett Favre just got – he he, um, was paid – by like a children's like cancer charity or something like 600 grand. He just had to pay back that he got paid for speaking engagements that he never made uh, and had to pay it back. Finally, like a court ruled it. And then they're like, well, you also owe interest. And he's like fighting it. Um, he's a, he's a gigantic asshole as well. Uh, I actually, I hate Brett Favre so much. I like hate follow what happens with him. Um, and the fact that he just got, Oh, that's what it was. He stole like, like welfare from, from people to do speeches and never did them and all that kind of stuff. He'd, so he defrauded the state of Mississippi for over a million dollars. Um, I but, didn't know about this. yeah, it, he just, it just happened this week. He just got found guilty. Um, but not to be outdone, pal, Aaron Rodgers, who I kind of wanted to like. You know, I was talking to my friend Peter about it today. He's like, I, I wanted to like Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, yeah, I think I did too. Um, came out. Yeah, go ahead. No, it just came out that he lied about being vaccinated. Yeah. Now, wherever you stand on vaccinations, uh, you should probably get vaccinated because it's pretty stupid if you don't. But um, the lying about it, like, that's – Pretty shitty. Yeah, so he came out and said uh, he was immunized back in August when they were going through. You know, the league was trying to figure out what they were going to do with vaccinated players and unvaccinated players. And, you know, he was doing a press conference in August before the season started and said that he was immunized. Or someone asked him if he was vaccinated. And he goes, yeah, I'm I'm immune. Uh, And uh, he totally, like, misled everyone so that during the season like no one questioned his status when he was in these meetings and because everyone has different protocols if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated that's the thing there's going to be an investigation because the Packers obviously knew that he wasn't vaccinated so if he's in all these meetings or like he went to like a press conference and he wasn't wearing a mask and you're supposed to be wearing a mask you have to fly separately from Cruz, like if he didn't fly on the, if he flew on the team charters, like he, there should be some fines. Like, I don't know, like, and now he's coming out today. He came out today and was 
trying to Wait, explain. hold on. He also had a Halloween party last weekend. Yeah. And yeah. half his team is, has COVID. Yeah. They're not supposed to be doing that if, you know. But, like, I understand if, if you don't agree with those rules and fight those rules, don't lie and try to, you know what I mean? Like, that's the shittiest thing to do. So keep going. Uh, yeah, and so he came out today and he was like, listen, he's like, I have, I didn't lie to anybody. I have an allergic reaction to two of the vaccines. And then the only one I didn't, uh, that doesn't have whatever he's uh, allergic to uh, was the Johnson Johnson one. He goes, I heard from a few people that, you know, it, it affected their you know, no deaths, but it like really like screwed up their system. So I didn't dig it. So I went a different route. So he went this like holistic way uh, and basically told the NFL and they denied it. Like they're like, he's like, Oh, he's like, and then he said, Oh, I thought I was just going to be uh, approved like the whole time, but he was denied like a long time ago. And uh, now it comes out cause he got COVID because if you're vaccinated, you only have to be, as long as you have two um, negative tests, you can come back. So there's no real, like, timeline. But as soon as, like, an unvaccinated player is automatically out for 10 days. So as, right. soon, as soon as, like, and he's all pissed that everyone found out or was leaked that he wasn't vaccinated. But as soon as, like, he's suspended or or done for 10 days, everyone knew. It's like, because that's the, that's the protocols. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's such a pussy because he's so worried about the woke media or the woke people coming after him. Um, like, just get get over that. Like, yeah, I mean, come on. It's, you look at your, your job is look at who you are. Like, it's just such a, like, a wuss. Um, Mina Kimes then, was really good today. She was saying, like, she was like, you're a leader. You go to all, like, you do all these charity things and, you know, like, and you do it. And she started listening to all of the things that he does. And she's, he's like, and now you're just going to spew. We, we went through this whole election with misinformation and all this shit. And now you're going to sit there off and doing a 45 minute podcast spewing misinformation, like, and becoming, you know, someone that spews in like lies, basically like false. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because somebody I saw posted like he like um, unvaccinated bingo, like that he rattled off in forty five minutes like fifteen blocks on a, an unvaccinated person's bingo card of excuses. Like he just said all the things, um, and then he said he went to Joe Rogan for for like. That was so, it's like yeah, I I checked with Joe Rogan to see what I should do. Yeah. There's another guy. There's a right wing guy that came out last night. He's he's been like really sick with COVID and he is an anti-vax guy. And he did the same thing where he said he he went to like Joe Rogan for advice and he spent like 16,000 bucks or something. And uh, like it was like, man, it was rough, but I got through without having to like go to the hospital. And um Everybody was like writing him, like, "Hey, you know it's free. You know, you know it wouldn't have cost you like <laughs> yeah. two weeks of horribleness and like sixteen grand. 
Um, it's just so silly. Um, but regardless, I mean, look, if you, even if you don't want to take it and you're like against the vaccine, I don't really agree with you, but I like, I give, like, I don't give Kyrie Irving a lot of credit because I think he's a moron, but I still give him more credit than I do Aaron Rodgers because at least he was like, look, I'm not doing it. So you whatever talk- the dumb reason I'm not doing it is, I'm not doing it. And, and then what the consequences are, and that's what we'll yeah. do. Yes. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, yeah, I sort of did. You know, like, um, just so it's funny because in my in my house, we talked about this a lot before it happened because my all right. Long story. My friend, my friend represents uh, Aaron Rodgers fiance. And my girlfriend would constantly say. She wants every time I talk to my friend, she'd be like, "Did they break up yet?" And I'd be like, "Why do you keep saying that?" And she's like, "Because he's he's vaccinated. There's no way that she's vaccinated." I'm like, "You don't know any of that." She's like, "There's no way that girl is vaccinated, and there's no way that they could be together if why, she isn't." Why does she think she's vaccinated? Because she like doesn't even take medicines. She like creates her own medicines and shit. Well, all the production companies now are, are mandatory vaccinations. Okay. Well, I'm just saying before, uh, if you if you read about her, she okay. she creates like her own like medicines and like go go look it up right now. I mean, it's like one of the number one trending stories is all this stuff about her and her crunchy lifestyle. So like, Audrey would always say like, what what um. There's no way those two are together because if he's vaccinated, you know. Um, but sure enough, I guess this is what was going on. So, like, it's like a super cool story for us because we feel like we, like, always kind of were sniffing around it. Yeah. Um, so that's Asshole of the Week number two. Asshole of the Week number three. Um, Odell Beckham. Od- Odell Beckham, well, his dad puts out a video on Instagram. Did you watch this video? No. It's a 13 minute video of all the times Odell Beckham Jr. was open and didn't, and uh, either Baker Mayfield overthrew him, underthrew him, or didn't throw to him. Um, and then a bunch of players liked it. And it's a really interesting situation to me because I don't think Baker Mayfield's good and I don't really care much for him. I don't think many people think he's that good. Well, well they, they think he's an average quarterback. Yes, but I mean, I, 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 I I'm just gonna say I've been, I've been on this since the first day about him. I, I've been a very anti-Baker guy, uh, but it was also because I thought Sam Darnold was better, and I don't think that that's the case either. So I mean, it wasn't like I was 100 percent right. Um, but the Beckham thing, I think we all. If you it, like, it's weird because if you go on Twitter for the last like four days, he was like one of the number one things trending, and it was all people like free Odell, like even before this stuff from his dad, like people were just like so pro Odell. I'm not. I'm not. Like I think, I think that guy was always kind of. I mean, look. Uh, I, I would say overrated, but. His value is he was he was he was a great receiver. He was the best for like a year or two. He was the best receiver in football. 
but that get open anymore. Well, those things don't last. I mean, those things just don't last. Like there's a new best receiver every year. Like there's very few receivers that, that last throughout a career of just awesome the entire time. Yeah. You know, most, most good receivers are like the best in the league for like a year or two. And then kind of, you know, you know, their product productivity fades. Some other new guy comes up, becomes that guy for two years. You know, it's like, it's just part of the way the NFL goes. It's just part of that, re- that position. Um, so now he's going on waivers. And yeah, uh, so, yeah. What if he gets picked up by like Jacksonville? Well, I'm curious to see who's going to pick him up. So who, where, where does he, where does he fit? Like, I already know who I think where he goes. I think he's going to go to the Raiders. Me too. I mean, it's perfect place for him. He's in Vegas. You know, he can still be the asshole that he is, and uh, and uh, people will love it. You know. So I mean? that'd be my first pick of where I go. Where else would you? Is, New England. Like, anyone can pick him up. Yeah. You know, it's just well, like well, if you're the Jaguars, why would you pick him up? Well, they were saying like, why wouldn't you get Odell if you have a young quarterback? That probably needs some help. You know, pick him up. Well, do you I want know, him around? Do you I want know if, that, that kind of guy if, around your young quarterback? If he goes to a shitty team, he's going to complain and, like, it's going to be all right. Thing. So, you know, no one's going to, like, put in a bid for him. But uh, he might clear waivers and then go somewhere. So, we're, we're, all right. So, let's say if he, I, I could see him in New England. Um, Seattle. Where else? Seattle? Yeah. Seattle doesn't need another receiver, though. No, they have two good receivers, but I don't know. That was one of the names that they were throwing out there. Interesting. Um, trying to think of who else. New Orleans. Back to the Giants? New Orleans was the one that they were talking about. Because New, uh, New Orleans tried to trade for him. Interesting. Okay. Uh, like they were like close to acquiring him before the trade deadline and then it fell through. So I think like they want him. So he might go there. Would you want him back on the Giants? No, they're not going to take him. No. Giants have so much money in their receiving core right now. It's like they can't even afford to. They can't afford him. They spent $76 million on Galladay, and he hasn't even played. It's funny because you talk to a fan of almost any team, they're going to say, I heard it, you know. Like I was talking to somebody who's an Eagles fan. He's like, I heard we might get him. I, I think it's going to be either uh, Saints or Ra- Raiders. Okay. I can see that. That's good. Um, all right. So do um, you have anything else? Just, I guess, our picks. So, wait, I just want to say this Von Miller thing. So, here's the story. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, apparently, like, he has these awesome Halloween parties every year. They're, like, six figures. Like, he throws these huge parties. And uh, so, he sent an email, like, a couple weeks ago to everyone saying, like, listen, we've lost three games in a row. I feel like we shouldn't have this party. We should focus on winning blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all the people 
in the organization that he sent it to, like all the teammates, like really wanted him to put it together. But like, no, you know, like they basically like got him to throw it. And then, so they have this huge party and he gets the bill for it. And then like tries to get the teammates to pay for it in the locker room. Um, so he starts sending like whatever, like this is how much I need from you. And it like rubbed all these people the wrong way. And it became like this kind of like thing that stuck around for a while. And it was kind of like, this is kind of fucked up. And they're saying that that was one of the reasons that uh, he got kicked out of the organization. No, that's not true. I'm just going to tell you right now. It's not. I was listening to Peter Schrager today, and he said that this deal is something that they've been trying to do for, like, a while. And um, um, they let go of their linebacker two, three weeks – or traded that linebacker. Yeah. Two, three weeks ago, and everyone was like, why would they do that? Because they kind of had this lined up. Okay. Um, and then when the Broncos won last week or two weeks ago, they were like, ah, oh, that's over. And then the call happened, and they're like, no, we're, we still want to do it for a two and a three. And uh, like, all right, cool, let's do it. I, I think it's been in the works for a while. I don't think it's because of a party. This article says that it played a part in them trading, getting traded. Oh, right. Well, uh, maybe. I don't want to act like I know. I just heard it from, they said from that. So. All right, our picks. Oh, I did our picks. What, what was your record last week? Was it 0-3? It was 0-3. That was, it was really bad. Well, that puts you at... 10, 12, and 2 for the year, and me at 13, 10, and 1. So, like, Start you can't strong. You, you can, if you go 3 and 0 this week, you would be ahead of me. So, it's still, uh, you know, it's still very much, very, very close. Um, I went 2 and 1, um, losing my third game. What was my. Third game by a half point, mm. so and they, that 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 was such a shitty game. Yeah, uh, Buccaneers. Um, all right, so how are you going to make it up this week? Who you got first? Uh, my first pick is the Packers. Even though without Rodgers, they have all their receivers. Jordan Love. They the spread ballooned up to seven and a half. I think it's going to stay. Kansas City's not that good. Uh, and I think Green Bay has enough firepower and a run, you know, good running game to stay close in this game. So I don't know if they're going to win, but I think the seven and a half you have to take with Green Bay. I'm sorry. I agree. I love that pick. Um, it is, that's another thing they're arguing over. Who's it a bigger? They're arguing over whose fuck you game is this? Is this like because Simmons is like this is? I think that he was a, like Rogers is a diva all off season. He does this shit throws Jordan Love under the bus and everyone's going to be like, you know what? Let's rally around Jordan Love. And then Peter Schrager was like, oh yeah, well I think it's the LaFleur fuck you game. Because LaFleur's got like the best record of any head coach um, in their first however many seasons like in history. And so everyone keeps saying that it's because he's got Rodgers and he's going to go out. He's like, we won last week without our fucking best receivers and we, you know, like still beat 
um, an undefeated team. So, like, I think LaFleur wants to LaFleur fuck you game. So, yeah. They're like, lots of fuck yous to pick from. So, I like that pick. Uh, I didn't make it, but I, I like it. I'm taking the Patriots minus four. Okay. Um, I uh, I don't know. Like, I'm not super psyched because McCaffrey's coming back, I think. But I think Darnold's terrible if he even plays. Um, I think New England is doing um, doing better. I have no clue what about Carolina. Like they sometimes they play really well, sometimes they play don't. Well, they started off the season playing well, and now I don't feel like. Didn't they beat New Orleans just recently or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they, they beat someone that was like pretty decent. Uh, well, I, I think the Patriots are kind of making the turn. Um, I've, I've I've been betting on them all year, so. I'm going with Patriot Times 4. What's your second? Second pick is, where is it? Um, the Baltimore Ravens, minus six versus the Vikings. Vikings pathetically lost to your team. Your team played well. They should have won that game. Uh, you know, with everything that they had, <clears throat> they should. they were at home. Playing against a backup quarterback, they should have won that team. That just shows they suck. Baltimore's coming off a bye, and I like the six points. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I don't. That, that mean that's the thing with that Cowboy game last week is it really just showed that Minnesota sucks more than anything. Um, I mean, look, I love that Cowboys won without Dak, and that was great, but. I texted you right after. If nothing else, it just showed how bad Minnesota was. I totally agree with you on this. Uh, I have them in my pick pool, but I don't have them as one of my three picks. But I agree with that. Baltimore minus six. My my second pick is the Chargers minus one and a half. Um, this, this game's going to be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, this game started off with the Chargers getting one and a half. Um in the beginning of the week, and now it's flipped all the way to them giving one and a half at Philly. I just don't, you know, I, I it's another team I keep betting against every week. Um, but they they keep blowing out really bad teams. When they play good teams, uh, they suck. So this will let us know if the Chargers are a good team or not, because they are not sure yet. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Uh, What's your third game? My third game is uh, Buffalo Bills minus 14 and a half, is it, over Jacksonville? I had a tough time. I was thinking either Pittsburgh Monday night or the Buffalo Bills. I think I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it's, a, it's a big spread, and they're on the road. But I still think uh, Jacksonville is going to get crushed. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I yeah. feel like Justin Fields is going to have a really tough game on Monday. So Versus- that's interesting because my my we'll just we'll just get into that. My third pick is the Bears plus six and a half. Okay, um, I'm um, I'm well, taking considering how bad I've been lately. Uh, you might be okay. Well, I just like the points. I just you know it's not so much that I think the Bears are going to win this game. I just think the Steelers giving a touchdown is tough because. Uh, 
their their offense is awful. Yeah, it's not good. Defense is good though. Their defense is good, and the Bears' offense is pretty putrid. Um, the Bears' defense isn't great. I think the running game for Pittsburgh will be pretty good, but who knows what's going to happen in this game? Yeah, I know. I I just like the the six and a half. Like if this was like three, I wouldn't go anywhere near it for either team. Six and a half, I'm like, I kind of like it. Okay. Well, good luck. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, I'm getting all sorts of text messages from the room next door. Well, you're done. Are you still doing the pot or just bullshitting? Well, you're done, so you can go uh, duck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so we're going to, I guess, we got a couple movies we're going to do this week. We'll have more stuff next week. We won't have to worry. We don't have to rely back on the challenge, everyone. Oh, wow. We freaking talked for a long time, so. I'm not saying we didn't. I'm just saying it won't be as boring next time. There you go. All right. Well, uh, we'll have a good weekend. We'll talk later. Yeah.